0: Lowrance Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson.
1: Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. My headphone is blasting my ears in here this morning. Welcome to California Sportsman. We're going to lay it on the line here. Happy New Year, everybody. I hope you're off to a good start, and that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to kick off this year in a positive manner, Starting off, of course, with that big International Sportsman's Expo coming to town. But today we've got James Smith from California Dawn joining us live. Captain J.D. Ritchie is going to hook up with us. Well, it's pre-recorded. Telling you about a little bit of snow you might have heard about up at Lake Tahoe. Yeah, I saw a picture outside his front window of a stop sign. You could see half of it. It was buried. And I'm not talking about the post. I'm talking about stop. It was half gone. It was so full. Zach Medinas hooks up with us talking about Delta Sturgeon. John Kirk from the International Sportsman has got all the details and all the new stuff that's coming to the show that you'll want to make sure you see. Alan Fong, the Rodfather, joins with us talking about his YouTube channel and what's hot and what's not at the Fisherman's Warehouse stores. Great source of information. Also, one of our seminar speakers coming up the California Sportsman Theater, Randy Pringle, the fishing instructor, live in the blind this morning. He'll tell us about his hunt. He had a hunt yesterday, day before yesterday, 45 minutes full limits. They had a great hunt, and you'll know more about it because they're live in the blind this morning. Steve Carson hooks up with us. He's got a bone to pick about CARB. That's right, the California Air Resource Board putting some regulations on our boats that are just going to put these guys out of business if they don't start thinking. Well, we'll find out what's going on because I know they're raising hell down south and up north, and I'm sure they got some good attorneys working for them. And there's a whole lot more coming your way. Travis Morgan from Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff joins us with the Over in the Counter segment. And Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, has got some great stuff to share with you about opportunities all over Northern California. Let's waste no time. Oh, I told this guy I'd talk real quiet this morning, just just in case. You know, can't we got to be real quiet? Good morning to our good friend Captain. Wouldn't be the
2: first time we talked to him hungover. sep Good morning, Captain. Is this too loud? Uh,
3: no, it'll be fine.
1: Hey, that's great to hear, partner. Sunday, <laughs> Sunday. We're glad you're up and ready to go for a happy new year. Did you have a good one, James?
3: Yeah, no, it was it was uh, it was fine. You know, it wasn't. Wasn't like James 2.0 where I came into the show with my ID upside down. It was somewhere in between, but it wasn't bad. I was I was a good kid. And I got a, I got a big day planned, so we're up anyways this morning. Well, we, you uh, you
1: do have some big stuff going on. Uh, kind of hanging up the boat for a while. Tell our listeners what you'll be doing today and for the next couple of weeks. Is my guess.
3: Well, we ran our last trip of the season yesterday. Uh, yesterday was a wrap course everybody knows rock Hot's closed right now yesterday was our last combo it was a combo list combo we went and pulled crab traps i tell you what we got bombed <laughs> by commercial gear you could walk from the pots out there i mean there's going to be literally nothing crawling in that ocean here in another two or three days but uh it doesn't matter we're out of there today i'm gonna um go stack our crab gear and i it's it's a busy week i tell you what i gonna put the gear on the dock today. We're gonna do a, a couple little things, an oil change and I am gonna jump in that boat. We're heading to Newport Beach. gonna do another retrofit on the boat. Last year we did a big one this year. We're doing a cosmetic one. We're going in the galley. got a nice chef galley going in, gonna repaint the boat, rebuild another motor. Uh, put her all back together and hopefully get back up here by the springtime so uh, a lot of exciting stuff going on for us with the uh the formerly known as new el dorado three will be the california Dawn Two. so if you've never seen if you if you've been on the el dorado three don't look for that boat name anymore it's gone uh we're, we're wiping the back of the boat clean, starting over, changing the name, um, different attitude and I'm going to be on there full time for next season. So I'm pretty excited about that. We're going, Seth. Yep. We're
2: going We're... on the Caldon. Just day. the two of us. Just both of us. And James. Yeah. Nobody else. You yeah. fish on the left. And I'll fish on the right. The cook. The cook's got to go. Maybe we'll. Fish. We're going to need a deckhand. Yeah. <laughs> need somebody reeling a fish for We're us. We're going to need somebody to show us how to tie those knots. Cocktails. We need a waitress. Yeah. That'll be Ish. James, will figure it <laughs> out. We'll let Ish go. We'll let you know what day, James.
4: <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> Captain, I'm. Yeah. I'm really thrilled that you're going to have that opportunity. What are you going to do with a Caldon? one for that matter
3: well i'll have uh sean taylor my 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 right-hand man he's been running the el dorado three for um a few years now and he's been running the california dawn for me he's going to slide over to the cal don too so that'll be that'll be his main boat and we'll flip flop he might come over and run some special special appearance trips or he'll be you know filling in my absence because it's 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 more than a one-man show, you know. Our schedule is brutal. You know, it's pretty much seven days a week. Those boats never shut down. So, uh, but I'm keeping both boats. You know, like I said, we're just doing some improvements. It's a multi multi million dollar boat now. I mean, we've just sunk a ton of money into one of only two boats that have ever been built on the West Coast. Uh, uh like this you know so so i'm I'm pretty proud of it but we're we're trying to bring it next level uh you know i got a michelin star um chef cooking on the boat now i mean we're we're put a co- coffee bar in i mean it's gonna be really cool if you're gonna you know, entertain clients or friends or or just go out you and your buddy yeah, i mean you'll see the difference like we're rolling out the red carpet for everybody and like hey we're, we built something nice. It's not cold sandwiches on the boat. You know, you can get, you know, a nice hot breakfast or a hot lunch or or anything you want. The boat's fast. It's clean. The crew's friendly. Everybody's very accommodable. The, the tackle, the rail gear, everything top to bottom, we're making a first-class experience for everybody to come out. So I'm very proud of it. And we've always fished hard. But, you know, now we have the equipment to show off a little bit like, hey, this is this is the way it should be out here. So, I'm excited about what we're building, and and uh, this will be this will be a lot. This has been a lot of fun. It's gonna be an adventure too. We're gonna you know take three or four days to go down. We're gonna fish bluefin on the way down. I'm bringing oh, my. Oh, I knew out. that so was little, gonna be part of the that yeah. deal.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's why he had to go to Newport. Yeah. I you know that's a who's who list of uh, saltwater <laughs> anglers that are gonna be. Just riding along, yeah. Probably Ishman Monroe. He, he, I, well, I, I think he's got to go to work here pretty quick. But uh, you know, I think he's got a little who's who list of tuna fishermen going with him. I'm sure.
3: Well, it's a, it's a, we're we're taking the we're supposed to haul out on the 10th, but we're going to leave you know uh, maybe Second. a week early. <laughs> yeah, see if we could uh, see if we could throw a few bluefin on the boat. Any it's of your uh, any of your brothers going with you? Oh gosh, no, those guys. The, they're. Uh, I don't think they can handle staying with me for a week at a time on a boat. So
2: <laughs> there'll be a fight on the deck.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I got a few volunteers, and we're excited. We're we're going to put a few couple field drums on the boat, bet it offshore, and see what what we can find out there. I you mean, better write
2: his seminar schedule in and pencil. Sip. Yeah, I'm telling you that, that. he may <laughs> not be back. Keep that eraser handy, real quick, too.
1: Well, James, it sounds to me like everything has just fallen into place. Your big master plan, which is part of the Smith family's plan to own every boat in the ocean. And I think you guys are well on your way with two of the... You're well on your way with two of the finest out there in the fleet. You're going to have a great time. And, folks, I can highly recommend you climb on board with this guy. He's a class act, class boats, and you will have a great time on the water. James, give them all the hookup information. Let's kick them off right this year so that they can get out there and get on the water. But I want to remind everybody... James has done crab fishing. There's still crab season open out there. You can still take your crabs. He's just shut down his so he can get his boat down in and eat all the work done. Other harbors and other guys are still out there working and they'll be fighting along with the commercial fleet, won't they, James? Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. And, you know, like I said, it's, it's, uh, we had a really good shot, you know, while the commercial season was, was closed to those guys. And when we had, we had a good opportunity there, but right now, you know this is what happens this time of year it's just the nature of the business low there's a low low numbers overall there's a lot of gear in the water the guys got a high price this year because um the uh king crab fishery was closed in alaska so the price through dungeness went through the roof and i promise you everybody that has a commercial permit is out there and they're fishing hard and there's just not going to be a lot walking around, but you know what? You could still get them. Guys, season's open for a while. But, uh, we're done. We're done for the year. We're going to be down there in Newport Beach, hanging out on the beach and, uh, well, not hanging out on the beach, but hanging out in the shipyard on the beach.
1: I'm going to have to talk to you live from the shipyard or live from your looking for bluefin <laughs> here in the next week or two. I can see this coming already. <laughs> Captain James yeah. Smith aboard the California Dawn and the California Dawn 2 also. James, real quick, give him that hookup again.
3: Sure. The number here, 510-417-5557. Reach us on the web at californiadawn.com. Also, Facebook and Instagram. Check out, see what we're doing in our travels. Hey, we'll be taking reservations at the ISE show. Uh, first come, first serve on, on dates. Come out, I'll help pick you out a Tide. Uh, we'll see you guys. Hey, we'll see you guys at the show soon.
1: you got no choice, my friend. Take care, and thanks for hooking up with us. Best of luck to you. Have a great new year. Thanks, guys. Take care. He's got great guy, and I'm so thrilled about hearing that boat set up is working. We're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back. JD Ritchie called me and gave me a pre-recorded.
2: I hear he had a little rain and snow. And he's such a I, sissy. There's something going on up there. He had ice. You remember when he was calling house. up in the heat, going, Hey, up? It's 70 up here, in Lake Tahoe, all day." Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: he's probably got his car unstuck from the driveway by now. There you too. go, JD.
4: Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more
5: fish. Kingfisher Boats has become the standard for sportsmen who value toughness, ride, comfort, and great fishability. And Godfisher Marine and Marine in Dixon is, is your, your heavy-gauge gauge, aluminum, aluminum boat, boat headquarters. headquarters. Featuring the full line of Kingfisher Boats. The offshore, coastal, sport, or river jet series boats from 16 to 35 feet are Designed for saltwater, freshwater lakes, or river fishing. And Godfishing Marine's trained cell staff will help you select exactly what you need when it comes to power and accessories. Kingfisher's clean lines, classy paint choices, stainless accents, diamond plating, stylish interiors and storage, all out to the highest quality boat on the market today. Learn more at Godfishing Marine and Dixon, gfmarine.com or Kingfisherboats.com.
6: And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Did you see the snow? Did
1: you see the rain? Have you tried to drive through it? Did you have a good Christmas? Well, I hope you're having a great New Year's. Listen to what J.D. Ritchie had to say about Lake Tahoe and his fishing up there right now.
7: Good morning and Happy New Year, everybody. This is J.D. with your Lake Tahoe and Pyramid Lake fishing reports. And I think it'd be probably more apropos based on what just happened over... The last week or so, uh to call it the local Snowboard and snow machine report, because we just got absolutely nuked with snow here, and uh I think the the running total for the month of December now, and they're calling it deep December, deep December, yeah uh, but I think the the running total for here at lake level is something like nineteen feet, which is a record for the month of December, so that's pretty exciting. Uh, we're going to have lots of water, I think, especially if we continue to get some storms throughout the winter. Hopefully this isn't it and we're in 80 degrees by you know, January 10th or something. But definitely an excellent start to the winter. Good news for the rivers, the fish, the reservoirs, the lake, all that. So uh, very exciting to see. But because of all that, not a lot of fishing has been going on, as you might gather. The boat ramps here at Tahoe are all all closed down right now. They haven't been plowed and we're still just kind of digging out here from the, from the epic storms. So not, not much fishing happening. Uh, that they will clear here. Once we get a period of a, you know, extended period of dry weather, we'll, we'll be able to get back out and start fishing again. In the meantime, Tile Sport Fishing, they have the big boats there off of Ski Run Boulevard in South Lake. They're going to be your only option for a little bit here because they have their ball, uh, their boats out on, on mooring balls. So they can access them. So if you're going to be fishing here in the near future, tile sport fishing is going to be your best bet. I'll be back at it as soon as we get some, uh, some ramp clearage. And, and the weather really hasn't been very conducive to fishing. I haven't seen a boat out there in a long time because it's been snowing and raining and snowing and windy and, and, and cold. So, and speaking of all those things, the same's kind of been going on over at Pyramid Lake where they didn't get as much snow, but they got a couple dustings here and there throughout the last several days and the weather's been been on the chilly side it really has all december actually i was fishing right up to just before christmas and the fishing wasn't bad considering how cold it was fish were a little bit lethargic and we were having to kind of slow the troll down to get them to go but not not terrible fishing really i mean we could catch i don't know 10 15 cuts a day which which isn't bad when it's that cold um, haven't been a lot of boats out lately because of the wind it's been really windy over there and then of course you've had mixed bouts of what what they call on the news a wintry mix snow and rain and uh kind of back and forth but uh boat ramps and everything seem to be okay just just not real conducive weather to be out uh out fishing but as we move into January and February that fishing picks up dramatically over there and uh we should be into some some big cuts again. Speaking of that, we were catching some really nice cutthroat before before the break. And uh, the biggest one the week before Christmas, I think, was 14 pounds that we got or 15, something like that. So some nice fish happening. And the most of the fishing that's going on there right now is off the bank and both spin and fly. The conventional anglers have been tossing big spoons for the most part in green and froggy type patterns. That's always a, a hot color over there at Pyramid. And, uh, mostly down off of popcorn. And, uh, some guys are up at Warrior Point and, and just pretty, kind of scattered out really. And then the fly fishing crew have been, you know, doing the ladder thing, stripping small green and white leeches and also fishing little tiny, so tiny I couldn't even tie one on, like 16, 18 size, little, real sparsely tied midges under indicators. And it's amazing that they, those big old giant cutthroat can see those things. But but they do, and they catch them kind of just still fishing almost, just almost like you would a farm pond with bluegill with a little red worm under a bobber. Only this is an artificial fly, obviously. And uh, so they've been catching some fish that way. Things will definitely improve on both lakes here as we kind of get into the new year and things start to warm up. In the meantime, I want to wish you guys, again, a very happy New Year. And if you want to get a hold of me, you can get me on the phone, 530-307-9817, or on the web, fishwithjd.com, or you can jump over to my other website, which is thesportfisher.com. Hope to see you all soon. Have a good weekend, everybody. Captain J.D. Ritchie up at Tahoe. I
1: can't wait to get on the water over at Pyramid Lake with him. I'm going to, of course, let a little of the snow melt. Just a
2: touch. Just to, chilly it just here, to let
1: it slide in right now. Zach Medina's got a little problem with his landline connection right now. He's going to be checking back. Well, it was kind it's of weird, man. Him. We took
2: a week off for Christmas, obviously did the best of shows, and the lakes we, were half full.
1: But everybody was quiet, crying. There's no water. You I were, know.
2: You were, I almost said the word "bi." I
1: don't remember. I was a lot. Yeah, I yeah, was a lot. About Folsom not being yeah. over four, and i get up to close to four, and they'd back it off a little bit more. They're still backing it off, but they're holding it well over Well, right it's at
2: 425 right now yeah. and uh, and and really set they have. And half why to. is that important? Well, it's important they have to they have to keep some room for flood control in that lake. And it's a pretty small lake, really. I mean, a lot of folks go, "Oh, it's big." It's not big by any. Well, I know right? there's some shallow mounds popping yeah, up all over and, that place. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's at 425, which is about normal for this time of year where it should be. Um, You know, if we get one of those Pineapple Express storms February, uh, you know, first part of March, that's on top of that 30 foot of snow sitting on that mountain at J.D.'s house, we have problems if we don't have any, you know, any water to control. Can you, can, yeah, can, you, of,
1: can you imagine 19 feet of snow at Tahoe? That's, yeah. That's what the, how yeah. much snow hit the ground there. All that's going to be trickling down, coming your way, right into your lake at Folsom. Yeah. What about all the wood and everything that's
2: out there is this going to be float bad. cities? Well, gonna... if it gets completely full, yes, because when we had all that wood a few years ago, they raised the water completely full sep and then they dropped it and they put all that wood on the bank. Well, it's still afloat. Float. <laughs> it's still <laughs> up there. Um but so far so good. And and uh you know, watercolor's not bad. I just I spent a few hours out there yesterday and probably gonna spend a few hours out there today, but um just it's it's kinda fun to go fishing this time. We of
1: communicated year. with Cliff and Shirley Spidiacci up at Eagle Lake yep. uh, a few days ago about Christmas and everything, of course. And uh, it's a little cold up there. Oh yeah. Water yeah. is getting hard. Yes. Especially near the shoreline.
2: Yes. Very hard. But right? they're getting, they're going to have some water in Eagle Lake. And I know that was some issues this year with launching and well, things. We need water
1: everywhere. Yes. And so many acres of trees and everything burned to the ground up there. And so much was killed to those yeah. big fires. And now, when all this melts, you know what's going to happen. There's going to be discolored streams. There's going to be stuff going down oh, the yeah. system. It's going to be crazy, but there's going to be tons of great opportunities for folks out there. Yeah. What is the raising water gonna do to your bass guys at Folsom?
2: Well it's good. You know, I mean the fishing's a little tough. Water's cold for sure. Um, you know, fishing's a little tough. You gotta slow down. Clear like same kinda deal. It's up to zero on the Rumsey scale and it would I learned all about of, that this morning. It would take the rest of your show to explain the Rumsey scale, but it's how they measure water over, over the, over the Rumsey area. In, Let me just say it's like Celsius and, uh, it kind of is. Kinda. And it's the only lake that uses it. And, uh, you know, a big fluctuation, you got to understand it clearly. Like it's at zero. Full pull is seven feet.
1: Yeah, well, so, I've been there, too. Yeah, you talked yeah. about the 13 you
2: had. Yeah. I've
1: been there. That's when you get out of your
2: car at the stop and rob and your feet
1: are in the water <laughs> yeah. when you go in to buy a water. Yes,
2: it's it does flood the low-lying areas of the towns, and they put five-mile-an-hour to keep uh, the wakes from going into houses, and we don't want that, you know. So. All right, well, let's take we a quick that.
1: break right now when we come back for that. It's time for RVs and destinations, and I got some good tips for you on that one. We'll be right back after this quick break.
5: When you're looking for the latest in fishing gear, accessories, and live bait, Elkhorn Bait and Tackle is where you'll find everything you need for fishing fun. Elkhorn Bait has high-quality rods and reels for every type of fishing in Northern California, from trout to bass, sturgeon to stripers, and salmon to shad. And more important, Elkhorn Bait always has the best and largest selection of fresh baits like crawdads, minnows, pile worms bloodworms, nightcrawlers, and more, including frozen tray baits. Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, 20th Street in Elkhorn Boulevard. West of Watt, 916-991-5298. Hey, we're also your local U-Haul dealer. allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate in high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep-water performance.
8: Lorance has it
9: all.
5: Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at lorance.com.
1: Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Welcome back to California's Largest Sportsman Show, January 20th at Cal Expo. Buy the latest gear. Learn from hundreds of experts in fishing, hunting, and outdoor recreation. See Toyota's all-new Tundra. This is the place to discover your next adventure, nearby or around the world your life outdoors at the International Sportsman's Expo, January 20th through 23rd at Cal Expo in Sacramento. More info at sportsexpos.com.
5: It's time for RVing and destinations sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value in pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of Awards, Antica Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing.
1: You know, taking your new RV out for the very first time can be a little intimidating. It may seem like there's simply too much to remember, but don't worry. The list of things that scare you will shrink after time with a little knowledge and experience for your first time these tips are going to help you make the most of your campground stay first of all don't even think about leaving without some advanced planning the best thing you can do to ensure the smooth camping trip is to plan it all in advance more and more people are enjoying rv travel making campground reservations even more important just like your fishing and angling reservations that need to be made, too. If you're planning a visit to a first-come, first-served campground, you'll want to do a little research to determine the best time to show up in order to snag a site. It's always a good idea to touch base with the campground office the day before you head out on your trip to verify your reservation or verify what time that you can check in. Even if you plan to arrive early, something unexpected could happen and you don't want to roll up to a locked gate after a long day's drive. You know, it's really important to learn your rig, too. Practice using your RV systems before you leave home. This includes the landing gear, the levelers, slide outs, as well as the hitching and unhitching of trailers if necessary. But don't forget driving and parking practice, too, especially backing up. We've arrived at campgrounds with Pull through site reservations to find that there was a mix-up and we had to back in. If you're a newbie, you don't want to back a big RV too far without a little practice. So check it out. And the other thing to check out is to have a checklist. While you're practicing with your rig, make a checklist for packing, arrivals, and departures. You don't need a lot of gear. You don't need to enjoy it all, everything you own to have a great camping trip but you'll need some essentials. Create a checklist of some items. Setting up the RV at the campground, you'll want to include things like deploy the jacks or the levelers, chalk the wheels, plug in the power, connect the water and sewer, turn on the air conditioner if needed, open the sides, turn on the water heater, turn on the LP gas. This itemized checklist will help you go much more smoothly into your campsite and with a lot more confidence. You can also use that list of everything in reverse when you're departing to make sure everything's taken care of. And one last thing, campground etiquette. Remember, even though you might not be able to see your neighbors in the campground, they aren't that far away. Be mindful of when you're playing music or watching TV outside or telling stories around the campfire. Most importantly, observe the quiet hours. It's usually found on a sign or during check-in, and usually around 9 or 10 at night, everything should start quieting down, should start quieting down. Like I said, it should start quieting down, but it doesn't also. If you're on top of your game, maybe your neighbors will be on top of their game too. Just be prepared when you head out for your first time, and you know what? Maybe your second, third, and fourth time too. That's your tips for the week from California Sportsman.
5: further. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome catering to sportsmen around the West.
10: We're not the biggest. We're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca!
6: And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson.
1: We're back, and you guys know how it works. We've got a great show. A lot more information ahead for you. And as I used to say, a whole lot, a whole lot more coming your way. Our next guest, of course, is from the International Sportsman's Exposition. You remember that? It was here about 10, 15 years ago? was
2: not. It was, just was a it couple just, years ago.
1: Did we just miss one year of show? One
2: year well, it was it all we seems missed. seems
1: like 10 or 15 of them at least. Let's get... Hooked up right now with the man himself from the International Sportsman's Expo, the Director of Communications, Mr. John Kirk, joins us live. Good morning, John. Hey, good morning, guys. Glad to see that the phones are all working. You put me through
2: massive panic around here. Were you partying with James Smith last night? Yeah, I think they probably got a little rowdy.
11: me are
1: you kidding <laughs> yeah john's about as straight as a yardstick you can count on that yeah but... exactly right well john we're all looking forward to it everybody's talking about it and the biggest questions we've got is do we have to wear masks and we're telling everybody hey this is no different than a concert no different than a king's game it's just get out there and have some fun and get back into the groove
2: see i told bass fishermen that was just additional space for logos <laughs>
1: there you go <laughs> they can make they can ex- make an extra buck 75 just sell your mask to your sponsor you know Well, John, you sent me a text last night talking about some of the new things that are coming, exhibitors and everything. The one thing that got my big attention was we need to tell them about this $2,500 shopping spree you guys are making available.
11: Yeah. that's. uh, We always try to to have something big for the guys. Um, We appreciate them coming to the show. And we have the little kiosks at the entrance to the show, and that helps us understand uh, our audience, and it helps us make a better show. And we thank them by giving away um, something. Usually, it's gear, but this year we thought, what's what would people really like and what's easy? And uh, so we decided to give people a choice of a twenty-five hundred dollars shopping fee for hunting gear or twenty-five hundred dollars shopping spree for fishing gear. And we're working with the two retailers who are in the show. Uh, Fisherman's Warehouse for fishing, and then Turner's Outdoorsman for hunting. So, folks, uh, whoever wins will get their chance to choose. Well,
1: folks, this is all taking place right here at Cal Expo, January 20th to 23rd. It is a perfect time. If you'll look at the calendar as far as weather goes out a couple of weeks, you're going to find that that's going to happen right after about a week and a half. A nice sunshine, no rain, and some scattered clouds around. Perfect conditions for a show, and it looks like it's going to happen in less Mother Nature decides to get something in here a little bit earlier. John, there's other things that are going on right now. New exhibitors are coming to the show. You've got more tackle factories coming to the show. Tell our listeners what's, who's going to be there and what's coming.
11: Yeah, I mean, everyone knows. It. it was scary last year. We didn't have a show. Didn't know if we're going to be able to have a show. Didn't know if we had a show who would want to come. But we've been really surprised with the uh, the boat dealers coming back in force and even more uh the factories uh, I mean we have virtually every tackle factory, all the majors, and then a bunch of new ones too, and uh they'll all be over near fisherman's warehouse, so um folks will be able to uh pretty much check out the factories, talk to the reps, talk to the pros, and then go over and buy it and We know that's a big draw to the show I mean people want to see gear, they want to buy gear, and they want to talk about gear and uh you know, that along with the seminars, which we're going to be talking about probably next week, uh, they can they can talk about gear um, and learn about how to use it and where. Uh, that's a big part of the show, and we want to make sure that we, we give them the best information, the latest information by the best guys.
1: You know, you've got the, the best venue for a situation like that. When the guys can come out there and talk to these professionals, they're, you know, I remember when I went and started seeing some of these guys out there years ago, Jim Shockey. I'm listening to him share his information and his insight with people, not in a seminar, but talking off to the side. And I'm thinking, geez, this is exactly what these guys need to be being doing, moving around, talking with people. That's why I always put on the list at the bottom of their contracts that they're out there to smile and communicate with all of the attendees at the show too. And the information that they share there is like, it's biblical stuff that they share.
6: Alan Fong is
1: going to share some details about Fish and berry with everybody in the California Sportsman Theater well, this year. you
2: poaching my speakers off the demo tank. Well, it's not my fault they get
1: dizzy up I on the stairs. I call Randy Pringle.
2: Will Sips got me over in the theater. I call Alan. Will Sips got me in the theater. You want guitarists, too? Like we didn't work it all out uh, ahead of geez, time. Jeez, Sips, poaching <laughs> all my
1: seminar speakers. You we, know? we do that a lot around California Sportsman because Kent's got a hell of a Rolodex
2: loaded up with a lot of yes, guys. Yes, I do. And, you know, one thing, Sepp that we we really have failed to mention but this is going to be the only boat show in sacramento this year yeah they canceled the sacramento boat show. exactly right so this is going to be your one and only opportunity to get out there and and visit with the dealers Boats are in, boats are in short supply right now from all the manufacturers. So don't think you're going to walk in there and get some, you know, I'm going to get some screaming deal because these guys got to sell boats. Not kind of the case this year, but what, you know, what you see at the show may or may not be for sale. You may have to order off of that boat. Exactly. Um, but the manufacturers are, are working really hard to kind of cut that, that time down. To get you a new boat. But this is gonna be your only opportunity to really talk to our dealers like Gone Fish and Marine. And to see all these boats, yes. all the
1: manufacturers all in one location.
2: Absolutely. So this is uh this is really gonna be a, a great chance if you're shopping for a new boat. I gotta tell you right up front,
1: if you're over there and you see the lund boats at Gone Fish and Marine I am sold on a lundboat. They are so cool, comfortable, so easy to handle. It is like a Corvette on the water, and I'm not even going to keep banging the drum on that one. I'm yeah, sold no, they, they build a, a phenomenal product, well, John, and that's why Mark carries them. John, in addition to everything else that's going on out here, these seminar speakers that we're going to be having are the cream of the crop, and what a transition. I was going over the list last year, or from the previous year, two years ago, who the seminar speakers were. We've got approximately a 50 to 60% turnover in speakers this year. New subject matter, a lot of new stuff, and a lot of the good solid guys like Captain Jay Lopes and Zach Medina's talking sturgeon out there, Steve Mitchell talking sturgeon too. But we've got striper guys, we've got bass guys, yeah, I got a bass guy too. I, got I was kind of worried about you, go, where
2: you were going with this. Cause I thought maybe the, you know, the coconut and trout guys had gotten so old, they couldn't get to the well, field. That's we why you are had to turn old. over.
1: There's no <laughs> doubt about that. Captain James Netzel will be there. He'll be talking about the great stuff going on. We've got a great bunch of guys. JD Richie's going to be showing up and he's going to be talking about, you know, there is world class fishing at Pyramid Lake. Oh yeah. And Tahoe ain't nothing to s- s- just, it's a great Senior fish tuna. Do. Oh. You, you know, know a bevy of information that yeah. he's got. But John, you've got some other deals. You got coupons going out for discounts where so people can get in too. Available.
11: Yeah, I've got a hundred stores plus in the uh, Sacramento and Northern California area. Big O Tire Stores, uh O'Reilly Auto Parts stores, and of course Fisherman's Warehouse stores. They all have three dollar discount coupons good any day of the show. Uh, we've got a list on our website, and folks can uh, check out what the COVID regulations are right there. It's a box. They can see what's going on. They can check out which stores have the coupons. They can see the, the list of exhibitors in the show. And then coming next week, as uh, soon as you guys uh, finish things off, we're going to post the uh, seminar schedules too. Well, we've
1: got ours just about done. I'm sure Kent's got his ready to roll, and they are going to hear the cream of the crop. There's no doubt about it. You know, Randy Pringle's going to be talking probably duck someplace, but he's going to be talking about bass fishing and striper fishing in the Delta in my seminars over at the California Sportsman's Theater. Senior Tuna's going to be there. He'll probably do several of these, especially with the new interest in the great Tuna fishing that's going on down in Southern California right now. I mean, my God, they were catching them out of Half Moon Bay a while back. Exactly. And Kent's got some of the top names. Greg
2: Guterres, Bryant Smith, Bub Tosh, Paul Bailey, uh, Mark Lassein. I've got a great lineup of of anglers. A young, you know, a young guy, you know, young money kid, uh, Luke Johns. This is the Mm -hmm. young man that mom would drive him to our
1: other studio before we moved to this one. And he'd be doing the interview. He
2: started the Vista Del Lago High School Club now at 24 or 5. He's the Wild West Bass Trail Angler of the Year. So This
1: is what happens when somebody goes to an ISC show. They get hooked on the outdoors. And that's what it's all about. We want to see you there, folks. Come on out, January twentieth to twenty third. Join in the party, and we'll be in the same location with our theater. I'm sure, unless they slide us around someplace else. And Kenton, and the bass tank, will be right across the room on the other side. All the seminars are going to be taking place on the hour this year, keeping it simple because we're fishermen.
2: We we have, and I've even uh, I've even got a day on the water arranged, Sepp. I've uh, I've got my old buddy Brian Hickey from KCRA. Uh, he and I are going to spend a little time on Folsom together. As soon as he gets back from vacation, uh, we're going to go out and, oh, and uh, do a maybe little promotional you were piece go around the, the show.
1: canals around the show. Well, we there. might
2: do that. Now nah, we're going to go out on Folsom, and uh, Brian's excited because it's not five mile an hour now, so we can actually, you know, we can actually run the Ranger a little bit and put him on the water and, and uh, shoot some stuff for the for the show prior to uh, to you know those days. A little extra grease for the international sports. It'd be great. Yeah. John Kirk, what are
1: we missing, my friend?
11: You've got it all, guys, as always, and more. Uh, appreciate all your help. Appreciate your listeners thinking about coming to the show and actually hoping coming to the show. We all need to get together again. We've missed you. Um, really, uh, this is a big part of our lives, big part of my life, and um, it uh, it just it's really not life unless we can get together and enjoy the outdoors together and then go out and, uh, you know, make it work. Well, you
1: know those little things you sent me in the mail? Yeah. Can I give away a couple? Absolutely. Two tickets going to the International Sportsman's Expo to the third caller that calls in right now at 800-920-1140. You're getting two tickets to come to the International Sportsman's Expo January 20th to 23rd. Hey, John, I'm getting a lot of calls. People aren't recognizing my voice in those ads either.
11: (laughs) (laughs) the <laughs> ad sound fantastic, except you did an incredible job as always. Oh, do that to no, his ego, no. for God's
2: sakes.
1: Hey, I did sound pretty good, didn't I?
2: Well, yeah. Sound like yeah, Ted yeah,
1: you Knight in like here now from the old my, Mary Tyler Moore show. My it God. all started in a date, radio show. Now you're
2: dating yourself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll never date myself. John Kirk with the International Sportsman's Expo. John, we look forward not only to the show, but hooking up with you at the show, too. We're All getting back together again. And that's what it's all about. People that enjoy the outdoors, all getting together again.
11: Thanks guys. No, thank you.
1: Thank you and thank Brian and Brent Lang and the whole crew at the International Sportsman's Expo. We're looking forward to it. Take care, my friend. See you soon. you have no choice in the matter. That's for sure. Alan Fong's up next, isn't he?
5: And now it's time for Shimano's What's Hot and What's Not, brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Built upon a C fourteen plus body for both a lightweight feel and carbon rigidity, the new Shimano Van Forge spinning reel incorporates a Magnum Light rotor to benefit anglers with a quick response in critical situations. The new Shimano Van Forge features Shimano's Cold Forge haggling gear, as well as Silent Drive and Micro Module Gear tube technologies to produce power transfer like never before, while also next level of rotational performance. All Shimano rods, reels, tackle, and accessories are available at Fisherman's Warehouse Megastore in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Stop in and experience eternally smooth reeling with Shimano.
1: And joining us in our what's hot and what's not segment is the man himself, the Rod Father, the manager of our Sacramento Fisherman's Warehouse Megastore, Alan Fong. Joins us live. Good morning, Alan. Good morning. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. All right. Last Thursday headed over to Barry SC and you kick some butt and
12: you didn't think it was very good. No. <laughs> Tuesday I went I took Warren and my uh Denise, my producer, and we ended up catching three and we lost a couple and missed four. And then I um Brought the cameras out and stuff on Thursday. Thought I would be able to (laughs) get enough action to do a show. And uh, lo and behold, I didn't get bit. And, you know, one of the things is, you know, I was reading about that lake where they posted the turned over and the water temperature is the same from one feet down to 70. Somebody's full of it. I'm grafting and... Both days, I see all the bait. When I drop in the channel in the 60 feet to 80 feet, it's just loaded with bait. I see some fish in there amongst the bait. But anywhere I went on the lake, I went from the narrows out by um, skiers' cove all the way to Puta and I found the same result and couldn't find much fish up on the surface. I don't see any trout jumping on the top, and there's – Something's not right. You know what I mean? And The wind, just, uh, Barry, a, the wind
1: <laughs> has not blown from the north on that lake. No, when man, it does, I, you better get ready. And I was just this morning, I was looking at the weather for the next couple of weeks. We got a little bit of cloudiness and some rain early this week and it kind of tapering away and going away. But the following week, sunshine, a little bit of high clouds, no rain for about eight to ten days at least. You know that's when it's going to happen,
12: Alan. Cold and crisp. you know I've always, I've always said that when you have fronts and you have clouds, conditions, sound is tough. And you know, but I'm just itching to get out. You know, I did that seminar in Fairfield and got a lot of guys interested in doing this and, um, and just, just waiting. And I and that's why I told Warren, I said you got to wait for about three or four days of sun shining. And then, you know, we'll go out and whack them. It's
1: the stabilizing of the barometer that I think does it. They, yeah. they, they feel that barometer drop as the storms start coming in. They know they need to put on the feed. They eat a bunch, and then they just sit there and they just wait it out until that pressure changes. We don't feel the pressure change like they do. They're much more sensitive to it, I'm sure. And these, yeah. these fish will just kick back and do nothing. They actually even get lethargic. But when this yeah. <laughs> lake does really turn over and the bait is up on top and the trout are up on top and the king salmon come up on top, the kokanee are going to yep. move around. Everything's <laughs> going to change in that lake. And that's when the technique that Alan will be sharing probably at the International Sportsman's Expo of properly utilizing your tools to catch salmon at Lake Beriosa. Alan, yeah, Alan, you had three or four pounders that you caught, and you said you lost another four. Were they just babying it, or were they hitting it and running?
12: No. Well, Warren had the only one that swallowed it. And uh, other ones would just peck it. And then on Thursday, what was funny is I was watching my live, and I um What he's saying, folks, is he that. was
1: watching the fish come up to his lure <laughs> yeah, on television, and then he would know exactly <laughs> when to set the hook.
12: But you know what I did? I saw it; it swam to my gets it, and it turned around and it went down, shot back up and ate my gets it. But I set the hook before I felt it because I was watching the stupid <laughs> screen, and I felt them, but I lost them. That's happened to me too. <laughs> I fight. That happened to me up at Almanor,
1: <laughs> jigging on an old buoy line that was down there. How salmon hold the structure? They were holding next to a chain, and I just jigged by it, and sure as hell, same thing happened to me. It just happens yep. way too often. You just take it away from the poor fish that wants to get hooked. How, how big were those <laughs> fish that you got into?
12: They were, uh, three to four pounds. They're really nice ones. In the landlocked they're skinny, though.
1: Yeah, I noticed <laughs> a couple skinny. of, yeah, there's a reason for that because they're all down on the bottom, all that bait that they need <laughs> yeah. to eat. But you know what's going to happen here? I'd say three weeks. They're going to be fat. Their head might be a little big, but they're going to have stomachs that stick way out as soon as they find the
6: bait. Yeah,
12: last year, January and February was the best month for doing this, but we didn't have any rain. So it's going to be a little later. You just got to be patient. Well,
1: watch for the north winds, folks. That's when the ideal temperatures will be the same from the top to the bottom, and the bait will not be on the bottom of the lake. It'll be on the top 10 feet of the water all over the lake. That's what Alan's yep. waiting for. That's what I'm waiting for. And I attended his seminar at Fisherman's Warehouse big sale at the Fairfield store two weeks ago. And I got all the same gear that he's got. Of course, I snuck around behind him and bought it all, but, uh, <laughs> took I know off his table. I, <laughs> I took it out of his tackle box. <laughs> yeah.
12: Well, he was doing the seminar. Oh, you I knew guys, his, uh, his car was free range. Did you guys, uh, the, did you guys figure out what days I'm going to be talking? Where? Every
1: day somewhere. Uh, yeah, you'll be talking. No, you're going to talk Friday, <laughs> Saturday and Sunday. No, you're going to talk Thursday, Friday and Saturdays.
2: Yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, got nothing on Sunday.
1: Nothing on Sunday. You got two on Saturday. But we'll talk about that later on. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, we got you covered. Can you do
2: two on Saturday? <laughs> yeah, that'd be no problem. Uh, you, Wayne's not going to have a come apart over that? Time.
1: No, they aren't at the same time.
2: We kind of figured that <laughs> out. Wayne won't have a come ago. apart about you being gone for two hours? We'll be all right? He he might be, but that's all right. Okay,
1: he good. Can get over
4: it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Big talk. Big talk. Well, folks, if you haven't had the opportunity to stop in and see Alan at the Sacramento store, you need to because he will get you tuned in and up to speed. Not only Alan, but all the guys that work there in that store will take good care of you, too, including his assistant
2: manager. Will you just plug his YouTube page?
1: That's where I'm going next. Okay, I want to make sure that they get to the YouTube channel and check out all the great stuff that he's putting up there. And, man, when he posts the one on King Salmon, you're going to wish you had already been. So, please, go out and get the goodies that you need and be ready to go because when we say it's on, It'll be on. What's you the YouTube
12: channel, channel Alan? Yeah, when you guys when you guys go on that um, my YouTube channel, Alan Fong Outdoors, hit the subscribe button. You'll help me out. It, it and I told my producer, I said, you know what? In the old for older people, they think subscribe you got to pay for something, but nowadays when you subscribe, it's free. You just get notified when I post another video, and I'm doing them one or two a week. I did. I I even made a key lime pie and tape that we're going to put that on I'm cooking a lot and I'm doing everything it's crazy
1: (laughs) yeah it is because I can't believe you're not just uh, out there fishing full time cooking now he must be one of those older guys he was talking
12: about he is You got that
2: right. Yeah, yeah, tell
1: me about it. We're also the guys that probably haven't figured out we shouldn't go fishing on Thursdays anymore.
2: So I got real quick, and and I got to tell you, step. I run into Luke Johns, and you know he's working for Alan with Alan and those guys. And I was throwing a, a rubber jig with a, a Uncle Josh is making pork again now, right? So I bought some yeah, pork. Are. It's super expensive. Yep. And uh, and I was talking to Luke at Folsom yesterday, and I pitched that jig over on the front deck of his boat, and both he and his partner in the boat. Looked at it, and and both of them, Alan, said, oh, my God, that's like old Bill Dance days. I've never even seen a jig like that. <laughs> it, it ruined me. I just reeled it back in hey, and picked my trolling motor up and left. At,
12: aren't you fishing at Derby today?
2: No, I had to work this morning. I'm sure you could sneak out. I might. It's <laughs> still dark. I might. It's still dark. <laughs> Alan Fong, the
1: manager of Fisherman's Warehouse and the guy that runs the Alan Fong Outdoors YouTube channel. Check it all out. And, again, he'll be doing seminars at the ISC in both the Bass Tank and California Sportsman Theater. Alan, thanks for stopping by and talk, talking with us uh, this morning. We appreciate it. And the best part about it is we appreciate you sharing all your knowledge with the anglers that come into your stores. Thank you much, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. All right. All right, let's take a quick break right now. When we get back from that, we'll squeeze Mike Ogney in somehow. (laughs) If you're looking for the newest from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's
5: Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. From Shimano's freshwater rods and reels to offshore tackle to conquer even the hardest fighting game fish, Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores and Shimano have it all
0: Give him a call at 916-417-5670 and book a trip now. Or check him out on the web at righthooksportfishing.com. Since
4: 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team?
5: For voters who settle for nothing but the best, go boldly with Mercury. excellence Bradskiller killer fishing gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved
1: welcome back to california's largest sportsman show january 20th at cal expo buy the latest gear learn from hundreds of experts in fishing hunting and outdoor recreation see toyota's all-new tundra this is the place to discover your next adventure nearby or around the world your life outdoors at the International Sportsman's Expo, January 20th through 23rd at Cal Expo in Sacramento. More info at sportsexpos.com.
5: Lowrance is the leader of marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting edge technology. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lowrance Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing a to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Now, now here's
7: USA Fishing. Com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report.
1: One of the fastest talkers in the country. Good morning, Mr. Ogney. you got to be fast when you're on
13: this radio show, Seth. And you know the well, the game very well. Good morning, guys. Well, hey, it's, uh, it's the first day of the uh, year. Happy New Year to everybody out there. Rockcott is officially closed off of this part of the uh, coast and will be for the next uh, few months. But the good news is, is that on the crab front, we're seeing a lot of just undersized commercial crab. And with our smaller size limit being five and three quarter inches versus the commercial of six and a quarter, we're gonna be seeing limits of crabs right through the uh, the, the uh, spring months up. So we're looking forward to, to doing some combo trips on the real magic here. we will probably be looking at some sand dabs and, and crabs, but as the rock cod season reopens, we'll be doing some rockfish and um Dungeness crab and then uh depending on what we get for a salmon season we could be doing salmon and crab so everybody enjoys uh those trips so we're looking forward to doing that this coming spring but right now we're going to head to dry dock with the real magic and we got a little rudder issue and get some fresh paint on the bottom and stuff like that so we're gonna just get the boat all tidied up and uh Slipper back in the uh, berth, and uh, we'll be set to go for this coming season.
1: This is what happens when you get a little bit of rain. You know, we've forgotten about rain, and this gives guys opportunities to get those boats out of the water, get them taken care of, and do that maintenance. It's so important. And, Mike, uh, we're going to be talking to Steve Carson about some of these CARB regulations that they're forcing on some of the small boat operators and even some of the larger boats. Tell our listeners where GGSA and you stand on all this
13: it's just, it's absolutely ridiculous for, for a boat like mine, which is the, the real magic. We have, we're, we're, we're twin turbocharged, uh, diesels, uh, Cummings, uh, six cylinder diesels, and it's going to outlaw my boat. Now, if I want to continue fishing my boat commercially and not take passengers, I can run that boat forever. But if I take passenger for hire, uh, customers, that boat will be illegal to run under these new regulations. That's just absolutely asinine. And it's going to, affect party boats across the California coast, not Oregon, not Washington, just California. And uh, these emission legs, there are no motors that we can go to that are less emitting than what we're using now. We're using the best technology available now, and they're telling us to go to the next best that doesn't even exist so just a few short years ago it's really frustrating just a few short years ago
1: they were forcing everybody to upgrade their engines, so they all did upgrade to the diesels and the best performing ones available and now they're saying those aren't any good you got to do this now you know keep changing it along the way guys keep moving that fence
13: yep and it's just those goalposts just just can't move And, and and you know we give access as a as a fleet, as a as a statewide fleet, we give access to tens of thousands of people to the ocean, safe access where they can go fishing on a safe platform that's U.S. Coast Guard inspected, and go out and catch fish with a qualified captain and deckhand that you know go through all types of safety pr- procedures, and now because our engines are um, Running the running the best available te- technology available to us. Seth. That's that's the bottom line. That's what's so frustrating. We got nothing better to go to.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like the deal where they wanted the engraved uh, deal on your bullets. Every time the hammer went down, it's <laughs> supposed to put something. Well, they don't even have that technology. That's okay. California is insisting on it. Well, I hope the California Air Resources Board comes to some reality here pretty soon. Maybe they need a five-hour drink or something. But I tell you what, if they try to shut down everybody along the coast with that has a boat that depends on the income, the impact it will have on everybody else out there, I don't think they've thought this through very far or what the lawsuits are going to look like if they insist.
13: And, and and all the related businesses. It's not just, you know, it, it, my boat is the only thing getting supported. Those people are coming out and staying in vacation homes and hotels. And restaurants RV, and,
1: RV parks.
13: And yes, it goes on and on and on with those dollars. You know, the Angler dollar, your listeners' dollars, they trickle through the entire economy. And um, we're just, you know. We're just one benefactor of that, and we don't want to lose that opportunity. And California anglers certainly don't want to lose access to the ocean because so many people depend on us for their access to the look ocean.
1: How, look how much demand there was to get on boats this year because they hadn't been able to get out, and blah, blah. Then they started just all over the boats. The boats are packed all over the place. If it cuts down by 90% of the boats, you guys are never going to get out there. Raise a little hell about this issue. It needs to be addressed, and the California Air Resource Control Board or Air board needs to wake up and realize what they're trying to implement. It just doesn't work. There's got to be some program that will, but you got the wrong one you're barking up right now. Mike, thanks much for hooking up with us and clarifying some of that. We appreciate it. Have a very happy new year, my friend.
13: Appreciate you guys. You too.
1: All right. Take care. We'll be right back after this. You know how it works. There's a whole lot more show coming your way. In about 15 seconds, all the music's going to stop, and they're going to roll in into the mess. And you know what I'm going to be doing? Eh, I'm not going to tell you, but I'll be back here in just a minute. I'm heading out that door.
6: It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Zeb Hendrickson. Coming up next. Check the game from the Power Business
1: Technology Toshiba Studios. KHTK AM and HD1 Sacramento. KYMX HD2 Sacramento.
10: Sports 1140. KHTK.
9: Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing. And their new live series of fish finders are state of the art for today's anglers. And light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lorance Electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all. And their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lowrance Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lowrance Live and the full line of Lowrance products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location.
0: Check them out on the web
7: at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Hunting season is in high gear and Christmas is right around the corner. Olive Hill Kennels and Quail Point Hunt Club offer gift certificates for a particular hunt, sporting clays, dog training, lessons, or even a specific dollar amount to accommodate any budget. There's plenty of time to get it in the mail to you before Christmas. Give us a call to ask questions, to book a hunt, or to order your gift certificate at 530 530- Seven three five six two one seven, or check us out at QuailPoint.com.
0: water salmon, steelhead, and stripers, too. Check out EurekaFishing.net or call Tony Sepulveda now at
6: 707-845-9588. And now, more California sportsmen with Sepp Hendrickson.
1: Yeah, I was goofing off down the hall. There's no doubt about that, Mr. Brown. Yeah, you walked in like, you got it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, you didn't have your headphones on. I figured you'd be stepping My in. My show for me. ended
2: at six. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, this guy is live in the blind this morning and I know he had a very successful hunt. I believe it was on Thursday, duck hunting live in the blind. Randy, yeah, he sent the me fishing some photos. Instructor. Yeah, he sent them to me yeah. too. And you know how important those are. Let's join him live right now and check in on the action. Good morning and happy new year, Randy. Happy new year, you two guys. Uh oh. I hear the little whistle in the background. Something small is we flying got- your way
14: we got birds everywhere today. They are everywhere. Uh, we've got uh, six already lined up. Birds has been doing really good. we got three cupping on the right here. Keep calling, Peter. And then what we've done is we've eliminated a lot of the decoys. Coming in the pond. Coming in the pond. Tick is that. Nice. He's a done deal. Good job. He ain't coming back. Nope. Nope. No, he's going to be a stake. On the grill, I'm yeah. certain
1: of that. So the shooting's been pretty good. Did you see a big improvement after the storms and the colder weather?
14: You bet. What what that does is it brings all these. Di- oh, look at that flock right there. There's 20 birds right there. They're coming. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, Kent's in here shaking already.
0: Like <laughs> like, like, like a, his dog. Like a dog in the blind. Like like Dad, do, you see,
1: do you see him? Do you see him? <laughs> One, two. Oh man. Missed them both.
14: I just got a scotch double. Oh, that's, that's the best kind.
1: You miss on the first shot, you get them with a the second, huh?
14: <laughs> no, I got a scotch double, two drops first when it came through, and then I shot another one, and then Peter got one over the left. There's four down.
2: Seven, eight, nine. You got ten now, in case you need yeah, to count. Just, just in case you need to count when another twenty come cruising. You said through. he had six when the interview started. Ten were halfway through the interview and he hadn't talked about anything. Sep, have you noticed that? <laughs> I didn't
1: even shoot the third round. I didn't need to. Well, you know, the interesting that's thing that's is beautiful. I've learned, I've learned after 25 years of doing these interviews and these guys, when they're blowing that whistle and when he they is, got some action, let him go. shut up. Yeah. Just, just let it happen. Go. Let it play out right there.
14: And we appreciate you know, it. One of the cool things about when you're, when you're hunting with your bud, we were yelling at each other earlier because we were getting burned. He would, would look right. they single behind you on the, on the deck, on the deck. Coming on your right, coming on your right. It's going to land. So one of the cool things is you adjust, you adjust. I put my gun down, took a sip of coffee and went, okay, give me restore, restore, re, restore. And then I hit the, the playback button and then you're rocking and rolling. One of the things we did was we, we lessened the decoys, spread them out and kept them away from the blind. So the birds get decoy-shy. This time of year, the, uh, the these birds start coming towards and avoiding the decoys, but coming right in at us. And that's one of the keys, what we've done today. There's two singles right there. Yeah, one you there, one there.
2: Get on the outside edge of your decoys. That way, when the birds skirt the decoys, they fly right over you. Nice. Yeah, well, uh, yeah you're pretty starting good. And Fool them now. And
14: that's, yeah. that's what that big, they got two over your head, two over your head. A little high, a little high. Oh, they're cupped. They're cupped. They're, cupped. they're coming in. Hold on. Come around. Hold, hold on. on. Come you on. Know, hold on.
1: I'm going to get a text say, or an yeah. email saying that's all fake. That's all yeah. fake. That's yeah. all yeah. fake. Right. Right.
14: Nice job. Do you
2: guys ever miss? Nice. He's, uh, <laughs> he's going to be cooking breakfast here in about 15 minutes. <laughs> Live in the blind, no yeah, doubt. He's going to have to. Yeah, he's going to be done. That well, was nice. Nice job, Peter. Well, tell us what you dropped Do in there. Okay. Oh my
6: more. goodness.
1: <laughs> he's not kidding. They got birds down there. What yeah. are they seeing up here, Ken? Well,
2: I think what's happened, Seth, is with the, the cold weather and all the water. It's just spread the birds down through well, the valley. He's, he's Randy's in, in the, in the south. Dallas, yeah, south in. end. And, uh, a lot of those birds that were up here, you know, in this, in the Sac Valley area. yesterday morning have, at my house. Have so. moved down and they start making their move down hey, to what bird. they call the grasslands. And uh, those birds—that's where Randy's at, there. and that's what he's seeing. I noticed he was shooting uh, a lot of teal the other day. Randy, are you shooting a lot of teal now, or or is it yeah, changing?
14: Still, yeah, my partner got an operation on his on his elbow, and yeah. so we picked the blind that he didn't have to go down into a hole. Okay, okay. So we picked the we got a two stand up blinds on this property. We're in one
2: of them right now. Yeah. So mainly mainly teal again this morning. What's that? Are you mainly shooting teal again this morning? Yes. Yeah. Yes, we are. Yeah, which is fun, and they're great eating duck, too. That's the cool part. they make little duck Her. poppers set out of teal breast. These guys are really concentrating on these. Yeah, Randy like... really wants us to go yeah, is what he wants and
15: us and to no, do. No,
14: no, 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 no. We're good. You know, one of the key, like I, we're talking about keys and stuff like that, is being able to select um, the birds when you're coming in, when you're making sure that when they fan to the right or fan to the left, your partner shoots the one on his side, and you shoot. Even if they crisscross you, you've got to make sure you, you're you going to left and right so that you're not shooting on the same bird.
2: Is that what you guys were fighting about early in the blind?
14: Well, no. What happened was we were both staring at the same birds working, and then all of a sudden three birds come flying over our head. I mean, eye-high to a grasshopper.
2: The only thing dumber blind, than your dog in a duck blind is your blind partner, so, just so you know. Well, it sounds it's to me like It's a rule the, of duck hunting. Your like blind partner's guys an idiot.
1: might both be uh, beyond that. They seem yeah. to
2: be working rather well together. Yeah. Well, they had to. They had to. They had 10 minutes of not speaking to each other. Now they have to. Well, Randy, oh, I'm glad
1: that we dropped in on you and your lost Banos hunt down there, and it is that good. Right yeah. Up. He's got more coming in. We'll stick around for another okay, little flight. See what happens.
14: Let's, go. let's that one go. Spoonie coming in. He's landing in our decoys. Well,
1: that'll be a good live decoy for you then. Yeah.
14: That's... He's landing right now. He's right in front of us.
2: <laughs> there's two teal off your back door you left but he, anyway he passed he, uh, on the spoonies what he did so. yes he did
1: randy i want to thank you much for all the action you did today and folks this is randy pringle the fishing instructor if you'd like to get on the Delta catch Duel. him on the
2: demo tank and the california sportsman theater the that's ISC right
1: show.
14: you'll learn i'm looking all. forward to seeing everybody in 2022 and you guys do a great job of what you guys do hey this teal's for you
1: <laughs> you got it, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Thanks for sharing with us on the show. We appreciate it. Great action going on down there. What excellent time, Kent? You got the Gun Owners of California thing, don't you? Oh, somewhere over here, Gee, Sep. I got to find it. And guess it. what? First winner, I got my tickets, and
2: I that's am a winner. right. Winner, you know it starts today, and I think there is still some tickets available. You can call Gun Owners of California nine one six nine eight four fourteen hundred to get yours. Uh you've only missed one week. Winner number one to twenty twenty one twenty twenty two, Sam, gun owners of California, fifty two <laughs> guns at fifty two weeks raffle is ticket number two oh eight. John Lamar from Pleasant Grove You've got a CZ712 utility semi-auto shotgun in 12 gauge and they'll be sending you have to do all the proper paperwork on that one. 2022 is their 47th year of fighting for your gun rights as America's oldest pro-gun political action committee. Sammy, you got to proofread that. You're messing me up. He's just changing the names and sending us the same thing. That's right. Got to change the date a little Got to change the date too. But hey, I just
1: want to remind you guys, this is 52 opportunities throughout yep. the year. Every Saturday morning we announce their winners on the the air you can be one heck i've won several over yeah, the years absolutely i don't know how many years they've been doing this probably at least seven or eight years they've been well, you using. might want to guess again Maybe go even ahead. more than that <laughs> i probably won four five six yeah. maybe Yeah. And I don't buy that many tickets. I just get lucky every now and and then. Every once in a while, your ticket gets pulled. That's why I ran down and got some more real quick, so I'd have some for this year. And I hope you will, too, because it's a great organization to support. We're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back, Senior Tuna is going to share some info with you. And he's got an opinion on this California Air Resource Board. uh, Mandatory demands. We'll talk about it right after this.
9: for it. Yeah, fish man. with the best. Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Call and book your trips at 707-655-6736. Or check the website at hookedupsportfishing.com. Isn't it time you got hooked up?
5: There's a feeling you get when you're fishing. A rush of anticipation and adrenaline. It's all about your presentation. And that tug at the end of the line. That's the heart! Tournament and recreational anglers need strong, sharp, and reliable hooks because every bite counts. You'll land more and bigger fish. Fish like a pro with Owner Hooks. Owner Hooks, available at Fisherman's Warehouse, Megastores in Fairfield, Sacramento, and Manteca or their online store at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Check out the full line at OwnerHooks.com. Owner, simply the best hook on the market. Heard of Brad's complete line of super baits, cut plugs, and killer fish for salmon, trout, and kokanee? How about Brad's crank baits for bass or stripers? You're covered with over 100 colors and sizes, running true right out of the box. Bass professionals on tour use Brad's Wigglers when searching for bass on the bike. Find Brad's products, including made-in-the-USA Terminal Tackle at local retailers, and check out Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on
1: Facebook or Instagram.
5: Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman-tested and fish-approved.
1: Welcome back to California's largest sportsman show, January 20th at Cal Expo buy the latest gear learn from hundreds of experts in fishing hunting and outdoor recreation see toyota's all-new tundra this is the place to discover your next adventure nearby or around the world your life outdoors at the International Sportsman's Expo, January 20th through 23rd at Cal Expo in Sacramento. More info at sportsexpos.com.
7: It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare, manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold. Water, warm water, and saltwater pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention
1: and
11: then go fishing.
1: And joining us in the Pure Fishing Pro staff tip of the week, the director of Penn Fishing University's our own senior tuna, Mr. Steve Carson. Good morning, tuna.
16: Good morning, Seth.
1: Tell us about it. What's going on in SoCal right now, down the San Diego area?
16: Well, I'll tell you, there's been just a little bit of weather the last couple of days. Even the San Diego Chamber of Commerce can't keep all the bad weather away. But, uh, so uh, most of the boats have been in port. Um, obviously at this time of year, a lot of the boats are, um, are undergoing maintenance, annual maintenance. They've been fishing so much, they got to work on them sometime. But a couple of boats managed to sneak out in between storm fronts. And, uh, believe it or not, Defying all conventional wisdom. Uh and if you would have asked me a few years ago I would have said it's absolutely impossible, can't be done. There's still big tuna out there in the at, at the area called the Cortez Bank and the Tanner Bank in US waters. You don't even have to go on a long, long range trip. I think uh, they you know you have a big boat.
1: I think they know you relocated down there.
16: I I, I hope they know that.
1: Well certainly That's making it, it easier for you
16: they there were actually only two boats out uh one got one good whole one whole good day of fishing in uh before the weather kind of pushed them away and they caught in one day they caught uh, 21 bluefin tuna between 100 and 200 pounds ouch and um another boat got about uh, about a third of a day in and they they had a similar catch but less fish and and then of course they, they had to to go to a little bit more sheltered area and they caught plenty of yellowtail and other fish so if you have a good you know a good boat with a with a guy driving it that knows what to do and not and not have trouble with the weather the fish are still biting it doesn't even again it doesn't seem possible and and um, what's going to happen now um, as of today today's January first I almost forgot um, of course the the rockfish and lingcod season is closed in in California waters you can't fish for them till March the first which is another issue that that I have some issue with but um there will be a number of trips uh running out of San Diego um as short as what they call an extended half day um where they just go over the international border and you know what's up fish can't read maps they can't see the little line on the map and uh the the boats will go over into mexican waters and rockfish fishing is fully legal no debt restrictions you can even keep cow cod in mexican waters so um that will be going on and a lot of people enjoy that when the weather's you know and there's there's plenty of good weather in january and february it is san diego after all and the chamber of commerce pays extra for the perfect weather but um a lot of people enjoy that opportunity during what's you know the closed season in california so they can fill up their freezer with tasty fish and if you have got the time to go on, uh, what you know, what they call a day and a half trip or two and a half day trip, they run a lot of them at this time of year. Ordinarily, they just go down and, and catch more rockfish and more lingcod in an ordinary year. This year, they will probably at least take a shot, take a look, and see if they can catch some of those bluefin tuna that also clearly cannot read the calendar.
1: Well, as I'm just sitting here pondering why in the world you aren't out fishing. I know you just canceled a trip a couple of, you know, a week ago or so that you were planning on going on. Aren't you going to jump out there before the ISC?
16: Well, in my dotage, Sep, I'm not quite, I'm not quite on your level, but I, 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 I got to admit I've always been and even more so now a weather wimp. Join the club. Yeah. Bass I mean, fishermen
1: are bull, are bulletproof. I'll give
12: them that. I'll give them that,
1: but. I join your club, Mr. Carson, definitely.
16: Yeah. So, uh, and and again, more power to the people that, you know, that want to brave it. I, I mean, the truth is I get to go out a lot. Yep. And you know, do I do I really need to suffer? No, I don't really need to.
1: Yeah, it's like but, me. Why, why am I not at Eagle Lake right now? Why don't I the, take my boat, drag it up there, find a spot, launch from shore, and go out and catch some monster trout? You know why? Because I've done it a whole bunch, and I don't need to torture myself.
16: The, the, the nice thing about San Diego, though, is all all the weather except for the perfect weather is very transitory. And if it's raining and stormy or windy or even—I mean—I'm sitting here in my house with uh, with uh, four layers plus my little my my uh, my fluffy vest on, just talking to you.
1: Well, no, Steve, there's and a little thing down there called a thermostat in your hallway. You could move that over just a little to the right.
16: It's below seventy degrees, which in San Diego, <laughs> San Diego allows the down parkers to come out of the closet.
6: Ah,
1: I forgot. my My nephew lives down there, and he said he won't live any place else because of the
2: weather. The Chamber of Commerce sends an apology letter when it drops below seventy. Yeah, <laughs>
16: exactly. But but you know what? The the bluefin tuna, especially when they're over a hundred pounds, and especially when they're over two hundred pounds, you know what? That 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 will get me out. That's the trip. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, let's face it, there, there's there's no other place on the West Coast. And I, I guess I would say that maybe Honolulu and possibly Miami or more like Key West of major cities in the United States can match San Diego's fishing. But, you know, in, in terms of large urban areas, there's just nothing, nothing like what's, what's been going on. It's not even that unusual anymore. I mean, Kent. When is something, a bite that's been going on for five years straight, when does that become the new normal?
2: Right, right. I mean, that's just, that's crazy that it's... It is, it is doing things that has guys like you with so much experience going, we've never seen this.
1: Hey, Tuna, there's a lot of stuff going on up here in the north regarding the California Air Resource Control Board or Air Resource Board. And I know that it's got to be impacting a lot of the captains down there too. What are you hearing from your guys down in Southern California?
0: Holy
16: moly. Now I don't, I don't know how much you guys have covered it. Well, a lot, but but you uh, only got about a minute to wrap it. Okay, well, I, and and I apologize. I don't know how to put a link on your site or or even email you a link, but on Wednesday, January twelfth, so coming right up, there will be a webinar. That is where the public can call can call in and listen. I'm not sure if they'll be allowed to comment, um, uh, and so just go to the Facebook page, save California sport fishing and whale watching, and they will give you a link to register for the webinar. Get on there and at least listen to what they're saying. And uh, if there's an opportunity for public comment, please make it. This is craziness, absolute craziness. Uh, you'll recall the uh, the MTBE issue from about 10 years ago. I dealt with CARB a lot back then. CARB is not interested in the facts. They just don't care. They will be happy to shut down every sport fishing boat in the state with no regrets and chuckle while they're doing it
1: well let's see what happens with the lawsuits that i'm sure will be piling on as a result of the
16: decision making process that they go through well yeah but 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 register for that webinar again look on facebook save california sport fishing and whale watching um there's a link to registering for the webinar wednesday january 12th so coming up 4 p.m to 7 p.m so uh Yeah, a lot of people will already go home from work, so please do it.
1: I'm sure they will. Same thing's going on up here. Mike Ogney and Golden State Salmon Association and others are really on the case. Steve, thanks for sharing with us today. We're happy that you got such excited opportunities down there and reasonably great weather. You have a good one, and I'll see you at the show, my friend. Thanks, Seth. Steve Carson will be doing seminars for us there. You can count on it. Always does and always will. Hey, I got a quick guest right now we're going to go to right now. Captain Steve Mitchell with Hooked Up Sport Fishing live on the water this morning, chasing Sturgeon. Let's check in with him and find out what kind of action he's been experiencing lately. Good morning, Captain.
10: Hey, good morning, Seth.
1: Well, tell us about it. Did you do another night trip like the one you did a couple of days ago with some fantastic action?
10: No, actually, I'm not on the water right now we We scheduled it from this morning till this evening yeah so we there's won't a start there's a reason until. for
1: there's a real good reason for that. Tell them about the trip out the other night.
10: oh man, Seth, it was just nonstop action I mean these fish really were just interested in biting our bait you know uh we we you know we covered a lot of ground that day uh we actually had fish two d uh two trips that day we went out during the daytime actually i was just called in for another captain he actually had double booked and had 12 guys sitting around his boat and he didn't know what to do so he thought fast he gave me a call i came to the rescue i took his other six guys out and uh, we went out during the daytime we found the fish but the offerings that we were throwing at him which was salmon roe Uh, We were fishing behind the fleet. Uh, We really couldn't get them to take it until the end. I switched up on the baits, and I figured out that they wanted something a little bit different. And uh, by that time, it was time to go, so I had to rush those guys in. And and then within the uh, hour, I had another group coming, which was my original group, and we were doing the evening trip. So uh, we went back to that spot. There was a lot of fish there. But at the same time, the grass had blew us out, so we couldn't even fish that area anymore. And when I say the grass has been blowing everybody out, all the way from, like, Sherman Island, all the way down past through Collinsville, all the way down to the fleet, basically, I guess. The fleet and uh, this other little spot, Hastings, was the only spot we were able to get in on some fishing because those was only two clear zones. So once I figured out behind the fleet was blowed out, going back to it, I had to go back to this other area where I knew there were fish holding. And lo and behold, once we got over there, we've seen a mother load. And, you know, when you see that main vein, that always excites you, you know what I'm saying? So we end up uh, sitting up on a shelf in between two holes. I knew those fish was going to have to blow up out of that hole. And once they did, I knew we'd have a shot at it. And uh, being that it is wintertime, our water temps is like, Forty five between 45 and 47 degrees, I realized that I couldn't set up down below these fish and expect them to really come to me. Being that these fish are lethargic, they're not really moving around too much. So I dropped it dang near on their heads. Not on their heads, but dang near. Being that these fish are skittish, you know not to drop on their heads because if they do depart and leave, they may not even come back. So we ended up sitting up on a shelf on these fish stuff. And, man, I promise you, we didn't even have all the rods in. As we were trying to get them out, the first two rods went off and we missed those. So it was like, oh, it must probably be some good action here. Next thing you know, it just lit up, man. The whole time we sat there on that outgoing tide, that ebb just produced fish after fish. And it just bite after bite. These guys, of course, was missing bites. But in between, they were sticking a few. We ended up with uh eight fish out of nine bite I mean out of nine hookups, and uh man, all the action in the world we couldn't complain. it was really good.
1: Why is the action better at night than in the daytime right now?
10: uh the tides, the tides that we're fishing at uh right now, the we're fishing like this tide we're going to fish tonight is going to be a good big minus tide. And uh, but th- with those tides, you know, really sucking the fish down and everything from up out of the various parts of uh, Port Chicago, Middle Grounds, and all that, we stand a good chance because we're, we're in the we're we're fishing at, and I'm gonna try tonight and see if they there, you know, if they'll be holding there, and if they are, it's like a narrow spot that funnels all those fish right there to us, so they ain't got no choice but to come through our spread.
1: Do you hear this, folks? Do you hear the information this man is sharing with you, the inside stuff, understanding the movement patterns of lethargic fish? Are you getting the message that he's passing on to you? Because I guarantee you're going to catch more fish if you listen close to what this man tells you to do. Steve is going to be doing seminars at the International Sportsman's Expo. You need to sit there and attend it. He lays it out just like he did right here for you, technical, yes, but it makes a huge difference in the action, doesn't it, Steve?
10: Oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. I mean, long as you got to the understandings right now, what time it is. It's winter time. You can't expect a whole lot, you know. But that does mean that you need to capitalize on any and everything that's happening out there. And you need to really be up on your A game. Uh, just. I could always just say to listeners out there, if you if you're gonna get out there, you want to do some sturgeon fishing during this time of the year. Don't plan on doing it like you would normally do in the spring or in the fall or whatever. If you see fish, don't try to get too far away from those fish or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'd say try to stay right there where they're at. You know, and don't do all that long casting. You know. Spread your rods out, of course, yeah, but just put them in the area right there where those fish are because those fish, they're not doing a whole lot of moving. It's cold right now. It's just like us. If we get real, real cold, you know, we we don't really want to do a whole lot. You know, when it's warm, we're, we're highly active, and those fish are the same way. Well, but you, they do have to feed, you know. Of course, so if you can like get your rods—I mean, your line soaking right there in the area where they're at—you stand a good chance in this cold. So, so that that, that scent, be so
1: that scent is rolling right into their face. So they got to put out exactly. as little effort as possible to move up and gobble it down. Give them the information; exactly. they got to climb on board with hooked-up sport fishing. Get a hook up, and where they can find out more info.
10: Yeah, guys, I definitely can be reached uh, right now, uh, and we're taking uh, reservations for February and March right now. So if you want to get out there, give us a call at 707-655-6736, or you can hit us on our website at com. and at hooked is H-O-O-K-D, not E-D. And uh either find us on the website you can always instant message me at uh, Hooked Up Sport Fishing SF Charters or either on this Instagram as well. Either way, look me up. Well, I'm call.
1: glad there aren't any more social medias out there. We'd be on this show for five hours every Saturday morning. Captain Steve Mitchell <laughs> with Hooked Up Sport Fishing, <laughs> one of the seminar speakers at the International Sportsman's Expo. When it comes to sturgeon, he knows what he's talking about. We'll talk to you again soon, my friend, and I'll see you at the show.
10: Okay, sup, so you guys have a good one. Take care.
1: Alright. Hey, it's about time for Marilyn and get a clue. Where the
0: heck is she? Get a clue. you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue.
9: Hi, this is Marilyn. A new year is upon us. Are you ready for the fishing and hunting opportunities that lie ahead? Have you unpacked stuff you got for Christmas and read and saved instructions that came along? Tackle boxes and guns cleaned and ready? How about new licenses, tags, and stamps? After all, it is a new year. Let's all make a resolution to make 2022 better. Let's promise ourselves to get outside more to experience good times ahead. To make life more enjoyable. Life does go on, so suck it up and look to the future. Get a clue. Take care of yourself. Stay safe and well. Remember to wear your life jacket and Happy New Year.
0: Get
5: a clue. Some guides just take you fishing. But Sean Raines Barger of Sean's Guide Service takes you where the fishing is good, giving clients the best chance for hookups! Sean's Guide Service offers personal guided trips for up to six anglers in his 22-foot, fully enclosed Bolton fishing machine. Sean guides year-round at Donner Lake, Lake Tahoe, Stampede, Boca, and Buller's Bar for kokanee, rainbows, and lake trout, and seasonally hits the Sacramento River for the Big Striper and King Salmon runs. When it's time to go fishing, make sure you're heading where they're biting with Sean's Guide Service. Give Call and book a trip. 530-802-4484. Sean's When you're looking for the latest in fishing gear, accessories, and live bait, Elkhorn Bait and Tackle is where you'll find everything you need for fishing fun. From trout to bass, sturgeon to stripers, and salmon to shad. There's a licensed and bonded guide behind the counter, and he freely shares tips, tricks, and top locations for action. Learn about curing rope from the pros and how to properly rig for success. And more important, Elkhorn. Elkhorn Bait always has the best and largest selection of fresh baits like crawdads, minnows, pile worms, blood worms, night crawlers, and more, including frozen tray baits. Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, 20th Street and Elkhorn Boulevard west of Watt. 916 991
9: 5298. Hey, they're also your local U Haul dealer. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield.
0: we oh.
6: now, more California sportsmen with Sepp Hendrickson. Boater cards. Boulder They're cards. getting closer
2: to us, Sepp. You yeah. realize that, How right? How much
6: longer got We've got, to got a little lot. while.
2: We've got a little while, but not much. Uh, California Department of Boating and Waterways wanted us to let everybody know, Sepp, that uh, if you are 45 years old or younger, you are required to, to uh, have the Safe Boater's Card, which you can get from the California Boating and Waterways webpage. Uh, go on there and you can take the test and I, I think it's like 10 bucks and, uh, it's a lifetime card. But, uh, you know, we've talked about it for years and it started out at, you know, under 20 and 25 and now we're up to 45. Uh, so if you're 45 years. Is it 50 next or 55? I think it's 50 next, but, uh, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, uh, we're, getting I could put this on for a little longer. Yeah, or we should just take the dang thing and we could talk about it's how like, easy it like was. Like we don't know how easy it I, could be. It really could be, you know. So, but anyway, if you're 45 years and some of the insurance companies are requiring it now for boating insurance. Um, so that, that has kind of been a requirement you might want to, want to know about and, you know, probably nobody's going to get stopped for it. But if uh, you do get stopped, they may check it. Yeah, I think it would be a good idea to have it
1: just for general purposes and safety out there. Exactly right. Not to mention our friends at the Light. Hey, by the way, I talked to the Department of Boating and Waterways. We're going to have a lot of life jackets to give away at all the seminars and everything that you'll be doing at the Bass Tank and I'll be doing over at the other one. So they're supportive of everything too, And they want to make sure we get
2: everybody started out right for the new year with wearing life jackets. With wearing life jackets and kill switches. Remember, that's part of the law now, too. Exactly. Ready to shop at a well-stocked
5: hunting, fishing, and outdoor store? Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville has everything you need for the great outdoors. Hunting and fishing gear, guns and ammo, and plenty of camo for you hunters. They're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family. And now, here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with General Manager Travis Morgan.
15: Yeah, he
1: hears it all. You can bet on it. Everybody thanking him, everybody complaining, and everybody doing... What's the best deal I can get? Good morning, Travis. Good morning, guys.
15: How you doing? Is that the kind of things that you hear when you're
1: walking through the stores? Yeah.
15: What's going on? Where's ammo? How come you ain't got it? How come you ain't got guns?
1: Because <laughs> we're selling them as fast as we can get them in, and yeah. the ammo just isn't all that available right now. Yeah. Well, Travis, one of the things that we did talk about, is something that's great to cover this time of year, a lot of people got guns for Christmas. A lot of people have... Guns already that aren't protected. And California's got some pretty strict regulations as to how you keep your weapons at home or how you keep them locked up in your car or even a pistol even at home. And you've got a big blowout sale going on all your safes and everything. Big year-end price reduction clearance.
15: Yeah, that's right. Safe. California law requires that all guns be locked up or locked somehow so a child cannot get a hold of it and fire it. And we put all of our Browning safes on sale this week at 20% off. And then, of course, we have uh, pistol safes and stuff there that are great for putting your concealed weapon in or your seat or something when you don't want to carry it or going into a place you shouldn't be carrying it. You can stick it and lock it up, and it's good and safe.
1: Yeah, that's a great technique. You know... There's been many unfortunate uh, circumstances lately where miners have got their hands on weapons and done some things that uh, they obviously shouldn't have. And I think that us understanding exactly what the California laws are is extremely important. They have to be locked up. They have to have either trigger lock on them or in a safe or locked up, as he said, in one of these little gun boxes. I've got a gun box when I keep my pistol at home. I've got it sitting out. I just push a couple of buttons, and I got it at his store. And it pops open, and I can get quick access to it. But there's also the need for protecting your safes and your valuables and things like that. With a big sale and 20% off on safes like this, folks, don't miss the opportunity to go over there. And you've got them from small stuff right on up to the big monsters, don't you?
15: Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, we got the small ones all the way up to the big ones. And like you said, don't forget, you know, Chase ain't only for guns. They're to protect your valuables too. Absolutely, your jewelry, your photographs, papers you need to keep, and most of them have fairly good fire ratings on them, and will last through a fire. You know, unfortunately, my dad's house burned down, but we got a real test in that. One of the safes he had bought, he had left some money in it, and the only thing that happened to turned the outside, Bill Brown. Well, that's kind
1: of that's kind of nice. I'd rather have a gun burn than a pile of money.
15: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it was a, you know, it, it got hot up there too, cause it melted the other safe, one of the older safes, and it melted all the guns on the inside. But that newer safe that he had, it, everything came out of there pristine and was able to reuse it, just a little clean up.
1: Well folks, if you haven't stopped by one of the guns fishing and other stuff stores, you need to, because they've got it all when it comes to hunting okay. and fishing and all the accessories and clothing. That's one of the things I'm always looking at in there, trying to find some nice big camo, something okay. that fits me well, and that I, just makes me look dashing.
15: <laughs> well, we'll try. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard to
1: find something that makes me look dashing out there. Travis, just quickly uh, touch on ammo again. Any changes? Anything coming in? Any word from the
15: producers? Uh, not a whole lot. I was able to get uh, half a pallet of forty-five, a half a pallet of forty, and two pallets of nine on order, and they should be shipping within the next week or two. I missed out on a pallet of shotgun shells. They sold before I got to it. Mm. <laughs> but I did get a little bit of uh, 6.5 Creedmoor in lead and some 270 in lead.
1: Well, I wish we had everything in non-lead for California. I remember when they told us, if it's not available, you'll be able to use lead. I'm sure we'll have flexibility in that. Apparently, that went out the window with the law.
15: Yeah, well, it did. But the bad part about it, you been not get the lead either. So, you know, the hunting ammo this year is just the... Really bad. I have you know, It's bad when I can recite every bit of ammo I got in in a week.
1: All these guys that are going out of state, are they having any trouble finding ammo out of state, too?
15: Yes. Yeah, it's, it's not just California. It's nationwide. I've heard guys, friends of mine go, well, I went to every gun store on the way there, and they ain't got nothing. Or uh-huh. I went in, and they had three boxes, and I bought all three boxes.
1: Well, you know exactly what I do when I buy a gun. I buy a case to go with that gun just in preparation so I have enough for fun shooting and I have enough left over if it doesn't get into fun shooting at some point. But I don't think we're going to have to worry about that. I just like to know that I've got the rounds that I need to play with the things that I want to play with. And right now, they aren't available.
15: And if you, yeah, and if you We do have, like I said, we do have nine and five, five, six, and two, two, three available.
1: Uh, when you get some 17 in non-lead that shoots straight more than 50 yards, you let me know, okay? Do they make such an animal? No, they don't. And people have tried <laughs> to tell me they do, and even the Department of Fish and Wildlife. Told me, oh yeah, they make it. Sure, they do. Uh huh. I talked yeah, to the Yeah, they make guys. it, but at
15: 49 yards, it dies.
1: Yeah, not only does it die, you can, see, if you could see it, because it's moving so fast, you would know that it was dancing through the air as it was going out there. That's for sure.
15: Yep.
1: Well, Travis, the guys can stop in at both stores right there in Dublin or right there in Vacaville. And, folks, I think it's a right turn no matter where you go. But check it out on the Internet. Make sure you stop by the store and check out everything they've got. Big sale going on now for the safes and all the gun equipment, so you might want to check it out.
15: Yep, there's also a few guns that we're looking that are over-the-counter specials that are just in store. So take a look around and come on down.
1: And you got consignments in there, too, where somebody can find a gun at a reduced price
15: that's used. Uh, we got a... uh, Well, it ain't up yet, but we just took in a 122-gun consignment down in Dublin, and it's got some really nice guns in it. Oh, my goodness
1: gracious. Sounds good. Travis Morgan with Guns Fishing and other stuff. Thanks for hooking up with us, bud. We'll talk to you again next week.
15: All right. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a happy new year.
1: Happy new year to you, too, my friend. We're rolling
5: guns fishing and other stuff you'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in vacaville at 197 butcher road and in dublin at 6705 amador plaza don't miss the deals at guns fishing and other stuff and be sure to check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com
6: And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Well,
1: we've made it to the point where I always have our good friend Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, join us. And unfortunately today, before we go to him, I have to say, hey, Happy New Year, everybody. Coming up right now, the man himself, the editor of Western Outdoor News, Mr. Dave Hurley joins us live with opportunities for you sportsmen and outdoorsmen. Good morning, Dave.
8: And good morning, gentlemen. Happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year to you too. Did that uh,
1: text message explode on your screen that I sent you this morning?
8: Oh, I heard it this morning. Yeah, I was I was snoozing, so I'm glad you sent
1: it. <laughs> well, it also had fireworks and everything. I was really surprised.
8: Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's pretty cool how they can do that now. I was I um but yes, here we are, twenty twenty two. Uh pretty cold today, as you've noticed, you know. Uh we got Like J.D. said earlier, 19 feet of snow at Lake Tahoe. So we're going to be focusing in our uh, lower elevation reservoirs. And they've been planting heavily, which has been pretty exciting. You know, Amador uh, and Comanche, once again, you know, they really work hard to uh, be able to uh, fill those lakes with trout. And uh, Comanche put in 2,400 pounds at the North Shore yesterday and another 900 pounds at the South Shore Pond. So they've really been doing well, and you know people have to pay that seven dollar and twenty five cent fishing fee. But raising these fish is quite expensive. That's what people need to keep in mind. I know that's hard to have to come up and do that. I do think though that people need to be aware. In 2022, the price increases have gone pretty dramatically in some of the uh, mother lakes. Right now, the, at Don Pedro, and I don't know if Clint Kent has seen this, it's twenty dollars to launch a a uh to bring in your uh vehicle and fifteen dollars to launch. It's thirty five dollars to launch the Don Pedro as of twenty twenty two. So that's gonna it's gonna see what kind of what kind of effect it has on people heading to that lake and what it does with the tournament action that's happening there. So not a g- you know, not a great
1: sign when they've got launching going up that much, you know, uh even Barriessa I very reasonable with a complete burn down of everything out there. They're only at twenty bucks right now.
8: So. I know. The best about the whole mother load is um, is uh, new Maloney's with uh, $10 to launch there. But I think that's what people need to realize. The lakes that plant, they have to have that private concession there. They have to charge to be able to go. And it's kind of unfortunate that bass fishermen also have to pay that as well. But I do think the bass benefit from the trout plants. Uh, they
2: <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, they eat them right and left.
1: There's no doubt about that. They don't get the big ones, but they can sure gobble up the little ones quickly.
8: But Robbie Dunham was out at uh, Comanche this uh, Thursday, just uh, before New Year's. He was out there, and he was trolling the Rapalas near the surface. He ended up uh, with a with limit. He was fishing with a, a gentleman named Jack Neves, who who was trolling Arctic flies with a crawler at about eight feet. And uh, they, they limited out with some nice trout, you know, and somewhere in the three-pound range. But you always got the opportunity to catch a trophy there. But Comanche is a really funny lake, and I and I, and I heard what you had those little tips that Steve was giving out, those things are just jewels. It's the same thing at a lake like Comanche. Robbie says that unless there's a little ripple on the water, those fish don't bite. And, uh, you know, they were out there in the morning. It was calm. They weren't getting anything. Then about 11 o'clock, the the, the wind came up. Uh, You know, I guess it diffracts the light, and uh, then the fish started to bite. The other issue there that really helps is the side planers. And I know Sepp used to manufacture side planers, but he says getting that a presentation away from the motor, when the uh, when 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 the fish are so close to the surface is really important. Oh, and yeah. staying away from staying away from other boats is really key because when you get too many boats concentrated in one area, the fish will just go completely off the bite. So the Comanche, they're very close to the surface now. That's that that These are all planted trout, and for some reason the, the planters seem to go to the surface, whereas the uh, the holdovers. To hold deeper at lakes like Maloney's and, and Don Pedro. I would
1: bet that's just the response to pellets hitting the surface of the water. They're looking for those pellets still floating around, hitting the water from the hatcheries.
8: Yeah, it's so interesting that each lake is is very different, and it's just a matter of knowing your lake. And I and I would imagine you see that as in the bass fishing world as well. Yeah. Uh, I imagine that's very true as well.
2: No, it is um, for I'm- sure.
1: You know, Dave, I'm just looking at uh, the uh, December seventeenth edition that was in my bag here, with one of those monster pyramid cutthroats on the cover. Yeah, I know you know the photo I'm talking about. Have you been out there yet to fish pyramid for these pets?
8: I I have not, but I keep getting invited to go up in uh, March and April by uh, Captain Robert Haggerty, and I know that
1: that's the time to go.
8: They got pounded, but what they're saying right now is now is the time. This month of January and February is the time to go to Pyramid. And, you know, you uh, it's just been unbelievable, that whole fishery there, uh, how they've rejuvenated that with that pilot peak strain. And, you know, guys like J.D. are going in there. And, you know, oh, what's he say? I'm only catching, what, 15 fish or something like that? <laughs> yeah, it been up.
1: <laughs> yeah, but when you catch a 12-pound cutthroat trout, big deal to me. Nothing to them. Uh-huh. You know, there's twenties and thirties out there, Sepp. That ain't nothing. <laughs>
0: oh, thanks, guys.
8: I know what a phenomenal day. You just have to be prepared. I, these guys that fish on the shoreline, though, uh, they've got it. Uh, they've got to be bundled up, and they've got to be both. They all they could almost be bass fishermen. Well, you and know, so, uh,
1: they're out. Many of them are fly fishermen. They're out there on four and five foot tall ladders and and taller going out into the water as far as they can to get as much casting distance as they can so they can intercept these fish as they come in close to shore. And they're dressed to the tees. God, if they fell off of that ladder in there, the jacket, the waders, everything they got on, that ladder will mark where they went down.
8: Yeah, I give them them a lot of credit for being out there because for me... I'd like to be inside that cabin with a heater watching those rod tips. That I want to be right.
1: sitting at the bar at Sutcliffe, not having a cocktail, but maybe having one of their big old hamburgers and a Coke and watching those guys fish is more fun than being out there on the water for that.
8: When
15: you're
1: 70.
8: Be- oh, I, I understand. I'm, I'm, I'm there with you. It's very uh, exciting to see that happen. And I think these next couple months, once this weather clears and it looks like we have a pretty clear uh, path of weather for the next couple of weeks, some showers coming in. Um, that might be the great place to go. Yeah. I, I low- paid
1: attention to the calendar this morning or the weather calendar that I look at before we come into the studio. And it looks like we got this week's kind of eh, a little bit of break in, a little bit of break out of uh, some storms and some clouds. But the following week looks like a lot of sunshine. The following seven to 10 days, a few clouds going by and sunshine most of the time, a little bit of warmer temperatures. I think things are going to totally bust loose, especially if we get a north wind before that.
8: Yeah, and by that time, these lakes are going to clear up, lakes like Collins that they've been planting, lakes like uh, Amador. Um, the, the water is going to clear on those smaller impoundments where they put a lot of fish in, and those are, those are good options as well.
1: What are you hearing you know, on know, Delta
8: stripers, Dave? Oh, my goodness. Uh, you know, oh, thank you for reminding me. You know, um, this isn't the Delta, but Rick Tates went to uh, the port yesterday, and I know people have limited access to the port. He was out there with uh, uh, Claire Rickaball and Alex Neapas. And they they got they limited out within an hour uh, with stripers with his Blade Runner spoons to 13 pounds, and I think it's what what is going on is you know the port's always going to be clearer than the than the regular Delta. You know we had all that mud flowing into the for the Delta for the last uh, two weeks, three weeks, or whatever it's been, and so those fish are going to try and find some clear water. And uh, it seems like they had a great concentration of. First off, the, you know, the, the shad is obviously going to run to where it's a little clearer, a little warmer, and uh, it seems like there's a lot of stripers up in the north part there. Well, they'll you know, be moving out. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. i say they'll be moving out as soon as that water in the delta clears, but I think it's going to take a, a week or so. And I don't know if Steve covered it, but I know you cover it every time. The Delta is full of a lot of debris right now, so people have to be very, very cautious when yeah. they're out there. There's a
1: lot of grass, obviously, that's rolling along the bottom. could hit your lines at any level within the water column. But uh, more importantly, there are trees that are being picked up and branches and limbs and everything else that are also being washed off the shore out there. So it would be a real good time as the water surge starts coming down the system to pay a lot of attention to what's in front of it. You might not even see what you hit out there today.
8: No, that's the that's the thing. You know, I've been out there where I can't even see the bow of my boat and you just have to be very, very cautious. I, I do think all this high water is gonna be such a benefit for all species. I don't know if you covered it earlier this uh in the show, but you know, thanks to NorCal guides and the Golden Gate Salmon Association they dumped another two million salmon smolts out of Battle Creek and they put these little tiny one and two inch fish and particularly doing at this high water time, they're going to have a much better time to uh, opportunity to survive. And it's really going to take our human intervention for us to get involved and make sure that these things happen Um, because without it, without, you know, without extra effort, um, salmon species has really been taking it. And um, we're going to be seeing, oh, North Coast, speaking of steelhead, I guess it opened on the American today. And uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. So I know they've kept the flows down on the American. It's been like 700 CFS. Um, so Ken, do you know if they pushed them up at all now that they're, they're concerned about Oroville? Yeah, they've, I mean, pushed,
2: they've pushed them up a little bit, but they're not bad.
8: They're not too bad, yet. yeah. Well, hopefully some up there. I know that when the North Coast River's clear, it could be phenomenal. The Chetco and the Smith, I think, are fishing really well right now. And uh, just another week of clear weather. You're going to see a big migration up to uh, Humboldt County and uh, Mendocino County, everybody fishing those coastal creeks and uh, rivers. Well, it's and perfect
1: timing because uh, we've got one of the best, Captain J.D. Ritchie, talking steelhead at the International Sportsman's Exposition coming up in the middle of January. So attend that and then go fishing, guys, because it's it should be a very good year with all of this water coming down the system.
8: Yes, he is one of the best, and he's going to be doing a feature for us in Western Outdoor News coming up on Steelheads Fishing. And I'm really looking forward to that. He's going to be doing a how-to and uh, putting it together. Uh, he's done a lot of work on that already. You know, it's number of books that he's written. But I'm excited to see it get out in print for our readers as well. Well, we're lucky to have like he, that.
1: He's a quality guy and knows what of he speaks. There's no question about it. One of the top anglers that I know. One of the guys I look forward to fishing with all the time. And uh, I'm going to be putting together a boat up at uh, Pyramid. You might have to come along with us.
8: Well, that would be a. a wonderful experience It'd be, to be able to fish with you and jd and whoever else you have on that boat i think that'd be that's a bucket list right there that's oh right i there. don't
1: know about that it might not be a bucket list but it'll be a good time catching cutthroat. dave tell them how real quick how they can get a subscription to western outdoor news either digital or on paper
8: yeah it's simple just go to onenews.com we have this excellent holiday special right now uh where they can actually if they gift one or buy one subscription or gift one they can get additional five for fifteen dollars that's digital that comes to your uh, um, desktop every tuesday and then the print copy comes out three times out of the month out of the four month weeks of the month and then uh, they come out on fridays and uh, i think it's a good way to catch up on top of things especially with so many people heading down to southern california and
1: that was mr dave hurley and i want to thank you all for joining us this week we'll talk to you next week tight lines everybody